Andino Andina. The story continues. The sun was low in the sky on this mild winter's day and made the landscape glow invitingly in watercolors Turner would have begged for. I wondered if I had enough time to walk up to the cave before dusk fell. I hadn't been there since before the Aya Despacho, just in case it was where Andina and Andino had brought the parcel. Now that I thought about it, it couldn't be. Anna had never been to the cave before she and I went there. I decided to risk it and increased my pace. I hadn't gone far outside of town when instinct told me to slow down. Walking towards me was an extraordinarily graceful woman, her curly silvery hair in a loose bun at the nape of her neck. There was no mistaking her. You! I breathed, causing a plume of steam rather than a real sound. You! So you remember? That is good. Hello again. The words arrived in my head without passing through my ears, I noticed. How could I forget? You held out that tomb of a book to me and I couldn't reach it and you got the most amazing eyes I've ever seen, I blurted out. So I got my voice back, my inner critic remarked, but for once I ignored it completely. Who are you? The woman smiled. She is glowing, luminous like a goddess, my inner observer registered. I'm seeing and talking to a goddess. Really? That wasn't just a dream then, was it? I asked feebly. I want to see if she's actually walking rather than floating towards me, but I can't tear my eyes away from her face and those mesmerizing eyes. The proposed goddess smiled. Walk with me. Her voice is rich and melodious and pure as crystal. And that description, so inadequate, I blushed at my own habitual attempt to describe her in my mind for later reference. We are very pleased, the woman continued. You have done well. Outstanding. I said nothing. Part of me is searching for traces of sarcasm in her statement, goddess or not, and perhaps for the other shoe to drop. Benefit of the doubt. I heard the faintest ghost of a whisper. With a stern mental hand, I sweep doubts and thoughts out of the way like crumbs of a picnic table and bring myself to this moment. Just listen. We seeded this place half a millennia ago. It has done well on developing on this planet where there has been so much darkness. Now the time has come for this knowledge and understanding to spread to the rest of the planet. See what ideas grow forth from it. Imagine a flower, first a seed, then roots, then the leaves, buds and blooms. A seed ball forms. When the wind blows, it helps all those seeds, all with their own parachutes, to take flight. She halted and swept her hand gracefully through the air where just such a seed ball in electric blue sparkles appeared. She blew on it gently. All the individual seeds tumbled around like air sprites, delighting in their freedom and weightlessness on the journey to who knows where, carried on invisible thermals. The spreading of energetic intent is much the same. 
Your words will be the seeds of what was once our thoughts, cultivated by these people on this timeline, over half a millennia as they made it their own. Delight in letting seeds take flight, and let us all observe where they land. Rejoice in the ones that take root, and marvel at how each one will come to be, depending on how or where it has been received, and decided to grow. This has been an incubated development, nourished but a little, with gentle thoughts of support, but with very little interference. The initial decision to forego the lust for war and cease to fight among themselves was all theirs. That observation piqued our interest, for it was highly unusual. It was an interesting twist of events, especially in this part of the galaxy, and we decided to pay closer attention to how this unexpected peace affected the region, if it would allow this area to flourish, and how. We observed them ponder many paths of possibilities once the initial steps had been taken, and helped them see other options available had they known to look interdimensionally. Maybe we assisted a little by distracting one or two who had the makings of a potential warlord by sending a loving maid, a supportive teacher, a validating mentor, a listening ear or a loving grandparent. By encouraging people to look for what else is possible, instead of opting for the old game of subjugation and reacting with violence. Either way, it is an alternative grown out of the people in this region, on this timeline, and as such, it is native to all humans incarnate on this earth. Their understandings are in the collective consciousness, and it is possible for anyone who wants to tap into, utilize and make their own, in whatever way they wish. Humans have forgotten the process of doing that, and their inner technology has, for the most part, become dormant. I thought about this. Let me recap just to make sure I'm following you. You are saying that it is time to bring attention to this home planet developed option as a suggestion on how to move forward, in the hope that this peaceful ideology catches on with the rest of the world on my timeline, and then sit back and watch what it makes of it? Is that what you do? You observe what happens and what the world make of your seeds? If, where and when they develop into something more when fertilized by local minds? Watered by natural progression? The goddess nodded once, and for a brief moment I felt like a star pupil in primary school. Don't forget that we also learn from you, she smiled. A few remaining seeds drifting around above us brightened like minute supernovas as they continued to tumble through the air, buoyed perhaps in part by my warm breath. The goddess did not cause any plumes of condensation, I noticed. I wanted to believe. I so wanted to believe that even in our material world, something like this, at this point in time, could tantalize and enchant those with the proverbial eyes to see, to join in and follow the blue sparkles to dance with infinite possibilities, as described by quantum physics. Infinite impossibilities, possibilities, 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 infinite possibilities. Infuse individuals born out of time, the thinkers and the tinkers, 
the dreamers and the poets of our day. Like Marie Curie, Nikola Tesla, Madame Pompadour, and the Renaissance artists who influenced their patrons and later the rest of the world. Infinite impossibilities, possibilities, 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 possibilities. I noticed I was observing the thoughts of another collective. I could somehow see it all at the same time. The familiar gravel path crunching under my boots as we walked, with a visual overlay, a mercurial gauze on a misty morning, as if screened by an invisible projector. I had no idea my operating system was capable of handling and processing so much simultaneous input all at once, without chaos within the senses ensuing. Had the time finally arrived to walk away from our old ways of living and make way for a new way of being? A hint of excitement stirred somewhere. Would I actually get to see it in my lifetime? In reply to my unvoiced questions, in my mind's eye, I was already viewing something. Hundreds, then thousands, of men and a few women on every side of conflicts laying down their weapons and walking away instead of fighting for another man's cause. No more state-sanctioned mass murders. I winced as confused and irate sleepers gunned down others for refusing to kill in the name of peace, volunteers giving their lives so that others could wake up, spirits welcoming and embracing each other as they passed over, watching and waiting for the tipping point to be reached. The spell of lack of patriotism and threats of court-martialing had lost their hold. I witnessed a world wake up to the insanity of executing another for refusing to kill on command, an event later known as the Freedom Wave. I watched those previously in charge suddenly run to catch up with their former underlings. Now they were all just people returning home. A peaceful tsunami swept over planet Earth. Like any tidal wave, it claimed its share of sacrifices. Hundreds, then thousands of twinkling lights drifted upwards, one for each and every one on all sides who relinquished their lives and bodies. Though the siren was silent, it was still heard. The war games had come to an end. I felt the world tremble in horror over the barbaric ways humans over the centuries have sought to inflict pain on others and exterminate both each other and other living beings. Everywhere, startled humans rubbed proverbial sleep out of their eyes. It was like the world was waking up from a bad dream, the emotional fog swirling as your conscious brain fumbled for bearings. The body stumbled to the bathroom or into the kitchen in search of coffee all while thinking, Gosh, did that really happen? That's crazy! We must have been sleepwalking. I'm so grateful I'm awake now. A slow dawning of the realization that we, as species, have not questioned ourselves and our actions enough for a very long time, especially when the eyes of the world look the other way. Instead, we have allowed ourselves to be hypnotized and herded mentally like pawns in someone else's game. 
to think of ourselves as disposable when nothing could be further from the truth. And in that moment of fundamentally knowing who we really are, divine eternal beings having an earthly adventure, we allowed the horrors of the past to be gently swept away by angelic helpers. Love had prevailed and conquered all. Light had dispelled darkness with its presence, and it was here to stay. There is no dark switch. The imagery faded, and I was just me, on a habitual lookout to not twist an ankle. Say that to someone who's just lost a loved one, I growled to myself. I think you will find that a bit hard to sell. For them, the world has a gaping hole and will never be the same. Can I ask you something, I said. The part I never understood was why anyone would just blindly follow. They must have so many lives where their spirit was broken. That is one of the reasons why we chose you, and the other six we also considered. I turned to face her. I remember reading a novel set around a time when Britain first became Christianized. The one thing that really stood out to me was the same reason Christianity gained such popularity among the masses, and even the lower initiates. And it was this. No more having to soul-search and think for yourself. Just confess and be absolved. Paraphrased and simplified, but that was the gist of it. It has been easier to let others decide for you than to take responsibility for yourself, for your thoughts and for your actions. Knowing why you do the things you do will be imperative very soon. Some will have completed the experience they came for. Others will not like it and opt out of the game. Everything is a choice and always was, the goddess said in a clear low voice that brought me back to the here and now. Religions have a lot to answer for, or rather, the people selected as leaders. You have to look at it as the game it is. Like the games played in the playground as children, the older ones often decide what you were going to play and what the rules were, and the others who wanted to be included then chose to go along with those terms. Next day or next week, the game was another, the players were different, and the dynamics too. Religions have also done a lot of good on a more communal level. At best they are supportive and allow people to feel connected, to come together and to help each other. You don't need religion for that, I burst out. You don't, and we know you don't like it, but hear me out. Oops, I thought. When large numbers of people fail to pay attention, the power dynamics become unbalanced. Allow that to remind you of your own power and to be present. And when you don't, when individuals forget to hold themselves and others accountable, it gets out of hand in various ways. And beings in this universe really took it much further and to horrifying new depths. It never fails to amaze me how so many seem happy to give away their power, I said. Would you say that's likely to stem from subconscious memories of persecution in other lifetimes, where sticking your proverbial neck out resulted in a particularly traumatic death? Perhaps. At this point in time, humanity is waking up. And the truth that you are approaching is that you do not wish to be ruled or controlled. Right now you are, still, in part, playing the same power game in different guises. 
repression, power, abandonment, and enslavement. If you choose to play another game, it becomes redundant. In the new game of conscious living, there will be no need to control in the old way. When humanity chooses to live with integrity and awareness of the consequences your words and actions have upon everything else, the game is over. The players go home for dinner. She smiled at her own human-style joke. It is important to remember that, lest you throw the good away with the bad. But it's still wrong, I protested. Large parts of the world have already replaced fearing Goldenese earthly minions with fearing other authority figures and the tax office. The hunger for power is still there. Lying to get ahead is so common it's almost expected. We've even rebranded it as plucky or driven. Same to attract someone of the opposite sex, or the same, I suppose, in a bar or a club, or to get a job. Here's your chance to say, this does not agree with me anymore. Let's play another game. No one listens to me, I said. Maybe this time will be different, and some will be ready to hear. She smiled enigmatically. The air shimmered with pinpricks of light, and my body surged as if filled with tiny bubbles where every cell in my body seemed to have its own pleasure experience independently. A tremble rippled through my legs, making them feel momentarily weak. Dazed, I looked around me, 360 degrees, in what I can only describe as slow motion out of time. My body didn't feel solid at all, more like a temporary cluster of molecules, or particles, held together by an invisible magnetic force I couldn't name. Or frogs spawn among the reeds in a lake, came an amused voice I did not recognize. Did I hear that? Or what? There is one thing feeling expansive, quite another feeling internally displaced. Out of habit, I shook my head, hoping to clear whatever was slowing everything down. My physical eyes came back into focus, and I looked around me. She was gone. I... I didn't catch your name, I said, when I had pulled myself together. Maybe Risha would know. I started walking back, then running. Andino Andina is written, read, edited and produced by me. Copyright Liz Rosales, 2014 and 2021.